Welcome to episode 10 of Kiki's Guide to Training Your Human. My name is Ken Van Camp. I'm the narrator and flunky of this podcast, working under the whip of the author and ruler of this project, Kiki. In each episode, Kiki presents a dog's perspective on life and growing up in the human world. In this episode, we'll hear about Kiki's grievances and why she's considering hailing a taxi. We'll also learn of an intruder who's living in the garage. And finally, we'll hear about Kiki's fitness routine. You don't want to miss this. In this episode, we present lessons 30 through 32 from Kiki's Guide to Training Your Human. I hope you enjoy it as we start with Lesson 30. Kiki airs her grievances. Sometimes it's important to get things off your chest. Question. What could be worse than raining cats and dogs? Answer. Hailing taxis. Kiki's grievances. She's shackled by the short leash and she's had it with the harness. She's sad about the same old and toothbrushing is bizarreness. She's soured on scheduled mealtimes and depressed about dry rations. She's done with double teaming and bowl haircuts aren't fashions. The cage brings a snarl to her undersized snout, and peeing out of doors is what she's pretty pissed about. She's hateful of homeschooling and bristles at the portraits. She's put out by performing, so it's time to flee this fortress. Lesson 31 Dragon Tooth Meets Her Nemesis Protecting Your Home from Intruders I smelled it in the garage for weeks, but never saw it. Whatever it was, it hunted lizards. I found their mangled bodies under the car, picked apart like a dissected biology experiment. Once I tracked the scent to the back of the garage. Something moved, and a pair of large yellow eyes peered at me, from a dark corner behind a stack of boxes. It looked as sinister as its odor. I couldn't reach it, didn't want to either, so I barked repeatedly until my humans investigated. What's back there? one of them asked. Probably just a lizard. I needed to warn them that this thing was no lizard. It eats lizards. Judging from the size of the eyes, it could eat me too. I barked again, but the humans couldn't see it and couldn't smell it. They had no idea what they were up against. And so they ignored my warnings and carried me inside as I struggled against my bonds. Each day, whenever I had the chance, I went to the garage and returned to that corner. The scent was still strong, but no yellow eyes. About a week later, I saw my female human putting food and water bowls on our front porch. The food smelled strange. Not my usual puppy kibble, that's for sure. It had a strong, fishy odor. But still, I liked the idea of dining al fresco. That's not for you, she said. It's for the kitty. The what? I looked about. I didn't know what a kitty was, but it was only the two of us. Did the squirrels finally get to my human? Was she one nut short of a seed pod? But she forced me to leave the bowls there, and then the next morning she brought in the empty ones and replaced them with full ones. Something was swallowing the sustenance on our stoop, and I didn't like it one bit. I growled my disapproval. 
This unholy ritual continued each morning, and then one night we had all gone to bed when a storm moved in. The biggest howler I've ever heard. It started with intense, high-pitched, spooky whines and objects hitting the side of the house. Then the rain began, large drops that splattered against the windows and echoed in the rafters. It seemed to come from everywhere. We have to get the kitty, my female human said. Her voice quivered as she spoke. She's all alone out there. As the first bolt of lightning flashed across the night sky, I heard a cry unlike any I had heard. Something wild and dangerous was outside the front of our house. I ran to the door, barking out a warning. What is it, Kiki, she said. Without waiting for an answer, she opened the front door. I wanted to shout, have you misplaced your measly mind? Something bad is waiting out there. And just as I was about to bark again, I saw those sinister yellow eyes. They stepped out of the darkness and sheets of rain and entered our home. This was no longer a job for Kiki, the scared puppy. This called for Dragontooth, queen of the unmowed jungle. I looked down at the gold letter D emblazoned on my pink harness and took charge. Get out, I barked at the intruder. This is my house. The eyes widened and locked on mine briefly, then backed up. Thank goodness for Dragontooth, who had arrived in time to save the day. I was about to emit a victory bark when strong hands grabbed me from behind. But instead of praising me for my bravery, all I heard was, Kiki, hush! And with that, my other human stepped outside into the torrents of rain. She re-emerged a moment later, clutching the sodden monster in her arms and cooing soothing words at it. I was powerless to protect her, as I was tightly constrained and under repeated orders to hush. The beast stared at me with malevolent eyes, opened its mouth, and released a rapid burst of air mixed with a low growl. And just as quickly as it entered our house, it wriggled free, jumped to the ground, and ran for the back bedroom. I looked at my female human, who had held this hissing demon in her arms only a moment earlier, expecting to see the same shock I was feeling at this sudden intrusion into our quiet and humble abode. But she only smiled at the retreating tail and said, Good, let her have some time to explore and get accustomed to the place. And with that, she closed the door to the back room to prevent me from following. Accustomed? Accustomed to what? Surely they had no intention of letting the nemesis of Dragontooth stay in our home. Crumbling cattails have my humans catapulted into catastrophic currents? To be continued. Lesson 32. Kiki's Fitness Routine. Maintaining that puppy figure. People always ask me, Kiki, how do you maintain your slim figure? We have an exercise plan. My human and I take two long walks daily. Still, we recognize the need for aerobic exercises, so we did some investigating. He suggested putting on a YouTube workout video for inspiration and picked out one by Jillian Michaels. 
She was wearing a skin-tight leotard, and I asked, We don't have to wear anything like that, do we? He didn't answer, but I was concerned because he was drooling and panting before the workout began. Jillian recommends 10,000 steps daily, and I decided to count writing my blog and podcast. As the saying goes, writing is 10% inspiration and 90% perspiration. Ain't that the truth? Do you know how often a puppy has to jump over the keyboard to type a word like perspiration? You try pounding out 2,000 words daily on a HyperX gaming keyboard. Jillian's got nothing on me. Perspiration, perspiration, perspiration. There, 500 steps in one paragraph, only 9,500 to go. Phew, don't tell anyone. I know how to copy-paste. Regarding step counting, being a dog has its advantages. Twice as many feet. Four feet also makes it fun to do multi-key combinations like Shift-Control-V. Back-left paw on Shift, back-right paw on Control, front-left paw on V. It's like playing Twister on stepping stones. The Importance of Playtime One type of game my human likes to play is fetch. He throws a toy and I bring it back. The tennis ball is the most popular toy for fetch. Some humans use a ball holder to fling it even farther while hardly moving their arm. Humans like to throw the toy farther and farther, which gives them time to check in on Instagram while I'm running two blocks down the road, dodging careening motorcycles and runaway baby carriages. As you can see, fetch can be an essential component of your fitness regimen, but traditionally is very one-sided. It's important to care for your humans and ensure they exercise too. The only work for them in this traditional game of fetch is the toss, and the primary muscle group they're exercising is the smartphone finger. It works better if you run in the general direction of the thrown toy and then ignore it. Your human usually tries to give a hint. It's over there, he'll yell, pointing his non-phone hand in the general direction where the toy landed. Take advantage of the break, sniff around, and ignore him for a while. Eventually, he'll fetch the toy for you, muttering something about you returning the ball about as fast as Bernie Madoff returning investors' money. Now, that's what I call an exercise program for all species. Thank you for listening to this episode of Kiki's Guide to Training Your Human. I'm Ken Van Camp, and I hope you've enjoyed this performance. If so, please rate it and leave feedback. You can post feedback on our Facebook page or email. The links are in the episode description. We are dropping a new episode of Kiki's Podcast every weekend on all major podcast apps, as well as on YouTube. Make sure you follow Kiki's Guide so you'll be notified as each episode becomes available. So, will Kiki's humans cave into her demands? And how will Dragontooth rid the house of its nemesis? Be sure to join us for the next episode of Kiki's Guide to Training Your Human and find out. Because dogs are people too, you know? <laughs> <laughs>